All right, so I've, I've done a couple different snippets where I've said this is the beginning of the podcast, but this is the beginning. I'm going to start off with this. Um, this is a hodgepodge of uh, two or three different uh, audios that I've done. Um, throwing it all together into one. So, yeah. Enjoy this episode. It's going to be a little unique. All right, so I'm going to kind of hodgepodge this thing together, I think. And, you know, I'm kind of aggravated because... I left my uh, my headphone um, amplifier on overnight, and it runs off of a battery because I don't have the uh, power adapter to it. So my battery has died. I don't have another nine volt battery, so I can't hear what I'm saying into my headphones, and that really irritates me because I like that. I like to be able to hear myself in the in the monitor and the headphones, whatever, but. I'm back on the uh, the microphone on the other side of the table because I'm trying to get that dialed in. So here here's here's what I'm gonna do. I did I did a tiny bit of audio last night and I wasn't happy with it and I just stopped it because I wasn't really feeling it. So I've got that uh, tiny snippet of um, of a recording from last night. I have a. A little snippet of a recording that I did with uh, Brian uh, Jr. when he was here last week. It's a it's a piece of audio that he didn't even know I was recording at the time, so I tried to just capture a little moment of something authentic. So I've got that that I'm going to piece together. So we're going to piece that uh, with what I did last night, and then we're going to piece that with what I'm doing at at the moment. And we're just going to make kind of something happen. I don't know. It's not going to be, it's going to be what it is. I mean, really, it's going to be a little piece together, piece of a a podcast. It's going to be a little, a couple different things. But um, I've got a bunch of notes written down for this podcast, but I'm not going to even do that. I'm going to piece these things together and just kind of use that as the podcast for the Friday release on uh, Monday, I'm gonna I'm gonna take all my notes that I have written down, and I'm gonna do a full podcast for the Tuesday release. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of things going on actually. I've had uh, um, I've got a lot <laughs> I've got a lot to talk about about uh, about the Mormon uh, religion. I want to talk about uh, people that wear hats, and specifically hats indoors, or maybe more specifically cowboy hats. But we're going to talk about that. So I want you to get kind of get ready for all these things. Um, we're going to talk about some stuff that I saw out at the uh, a few bars that I went to. So views from views from a bar stool, and we're going to talk about All and Dog Green, which I went to on Wednesday night. We're going to talk about what happened tonight at Homegrown Brewhouse with um, Joshua Jarman playing and uh, Paul Stone coming in, Paul Pietrofesso 
from the Paul Stone Project and uh, Dan Riley. Uh, we're going to talk about some social media stuff. Um, and then, of course, we'll talk about some David Goggins stuff as well. But I'm not going to get into all that tonight. It's late. I mean, right now it is... I don't even know what time it is. What time is it? It is 1.47 in the a.m. So I just got home. I worked a shift at Homegrown. I'm tired. I'm not feeling very well, really, guys. I think I'm coming down with something. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm just going to kind of piece some things together. The Tuesday release next week is going to be fantastic. I'm going to do a couple hours worth. And then... Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to throw in what I did last night with this right here and the stuff that Brian and I did incognito. Piece it all together and make something out of it. So, enjoy this episode. Uh, what's up guys I can't why can I not uh, I'm not hearing my headphones you know what I don't think I turned on the uh, the headphone amplifier hold on one second <clears throat> no it's on actually I don't know why I'm not hearing uh I'm not hearing the headphones for some reason. I think I'm plugged in. Who knows, man? I've always got some, some kind of fucking issue going on. Yeah, it's plugged in. I just pulled the whole cord across the table. Because, let's, uh, let's talk about that. I'm sitting on the opposite side of the table tonight because I wanted to try out this uh, microphone that Brian was using. Uh, I've got my microphone kind of dialed in over there on the other side of the table. And this microphone on this side is not really, um, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was, uh, it was very good for Brian. It was okay, but for sure, my microphone was turned up better than, or more than, uh, than what Brian's microphone was. So, yeah, I figured I'd come on the other side of the table and try this microphone out. I've adjusted the settings a little bit since uh, Brian was in here, so I'm hoping that this uh, this mic is even better today, tonight, than it was the other day because I'm going to have other guests in here and I want to make sure that, you know, both mics, everything, the sound, the picture, the, the quality, everything sounds um, perfect and yeah, that's what I want. I rendered some video for the uh, Brian Squared episode. I put it up on YouTube, and I'm not happy with it. I'm happy with I'm happy with the fact that I got the fucking video up there, but I'm not happy with the fact that it's shitty. It's a uh, grainy quality again, you know. Um, it's very cropped around the screen. I don't know how that happened, but I'm just, I'm not happy with it. So 
I'm trying to rework that video right now to try and release a better copy of that video because I want you guys to see what Brian and I have done. <sighs> Man. It was a good episode. I liked it a lot. The Brian Squared episode. Uh, Find Your Carrot or whatever we fucking named it. I don't know. Um, I liked it a lot. It was good. We talked about a lot of good stuff. We had great discussions. We had... Um, Oh, man, it was, oh, it was so fucking good. Yeah, they're talking about it. Yeah. They're weird. They, like, wouldn't talk about merit. They've been together longer than Megan and I have. And they were, like, we'd always ask them, and they'd be like, oh, that's pretty serious. We don't know, like, about that. And then just one day they were like, yeah, we'll probably get married. <laughs> some point yeah when she's done the school probably where are they both from Phoenix both of them from Phoenix mm-hmm. yeah Alex but you know Jenna's from the same part of town Megan Megan and Jenna went to high school together uh, and then Alex was homeschooled <laughs> oh, that explains a lot his parents, are, his parents are uh, super religious. Really? Yeah. So. I would have never known that. Well, maybe. Now I think about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. He attributes uh, a lot of his non-religiousness to me. So. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out with him. Danny also contributes a lot of his non-religiousness to me, but he kind of went off the rails. <laughs> Danny. There's two Dannys, right? Well, there's Daniel. Daniel. And then Dan- Danny. Okay, so Daniel's the one you work with. Mm-hmm. Danny's the off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I... I can see that now. Yeah. I told you about him. We... In college, like freshman year, he came to NAU because we, we worked together at Coldstone. In Alaska. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and he's super Catholic. Super Catholic. Um, was in like a Catholic rock band in Eagle River. And like he was homeschooled also. Um, so then he comes to NAU because I like him. He's cool. And he's a smart guy. Usually Catholics are like smarter, you know? No, oh, he seemed like a smart dude. Yeah. Um, and so then, I don't know if you remember because it was kind of short-lived is when I was jumping around majors. But I was a religious study minor at one point. So I was taking religious studies classes. Yeah. And, uh, so we had the same break time at like 10 a.m., something like that. So we'd meet at the hotspot, the lunch place. And we'd grab breakfast and talk. And it was right after my religious studies class, so we would talk about Catholicism and atheism and all this other shit and we did that for about two three months and uh there's one day where i just i can't remember what i I can't remember what we're talking about but i just said i made an argument for something he was like fuck (laughs) you're so right you're right (laughs) i don't think i don't think uh catholicism is right and i was like (laughs) ha 
because, I mean, this is at, like, this is kind of at the turning point where I was becoming a little less uh, radical, you know, in my, I mean, I was still, like, 18, so I was very much like, fuck you, you're all stupid. Yeah. Uh, so it was a big win. But then, <laughs> he, so then we, you know, hung out, and then he switched schools, went to Colorado, and then he went back to Alaska, and then he visited, and when he visited, he was, like, a little crazy. He came with one of his friends, and he was, like, doing coke and shit, and I was like, what's going on? And he was like, honestly, man, I don't know what to believe. Like, it, there's nothing matters. Nothing matters. He's like, I don't know. I've lived my whole life like this. Nothing matters. And, like, I almost, like, want to go back to Catholicism just to, like, have a, have something, you know? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's taking this pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's been like that ever since. <laughs> oh, Danny. Danny boy. Suck those cigarettes down like a champ. Ooh, man. He did. <laughs> It was kind of gross. I too could smoke. He could smoke it. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. That was a good time. I did not touch the cigarettes. Oh, I couldn't. I've tried, because Bill, Bill likes uh, cigars. Yeah. So sometimes we'll like go into a smoke shop for him, and he'll get two, because he just thinks I'll smoke one. And I'll try. I can't do it anymore. The... Any, you know, I I never really liked cigarettes at all, but, um, you know, all through college I smoked cigars. I mean, we'd fucking, I threw up a lot. Because <laughs> 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 we'd get cigars and walk to a party and then they wouldn't let me smoke in the house and I'd just, <laughs> <laughs> just oh, like, cigars, man, but they're rough. They, but then, but now, excuse me, now I can't, it's kind of the same thing with beer. At least up in Flagstaff, because here I can drink a little bit more. But, like, I have three beers, three or four beers. And, you know, they're craft beers, so they're a little more, they're a little heavier. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, man, I can't drink like I did in college, for sure. I can't. Um, no. No. Just because, I, you know, I have so much, so many days in the week that I wake up early that I just don't drink that often. Yeah. And, uh... Same thing with cigars. Like, I try to smoke a cigar and can, can barely get halfway through it. Yeah, I haven't smoked a cigar in a while. Just I, just don't, I just don't like the way it... Uh, I like the flavor of it, depending on the, the cigar or whatever, but it, it takes like two days for me to get that mm-hmm. smell and taste and everything out of my mouth. And that's what I don't like either, the sticky weird kind of leathery mouth that you get after a yeah. cigar and then and then it also just makes me I you know my job is working out and you know I eat relatively well and it's been it's been so consistent because it's my job that I've been working out and stuff then when I don't feel good when I go to work <clears throat> like I don't feel physically good like, I couldn't work out or I don't want to work out. Right. It, like, makes me... I don't know, just don't like it. Like, cigars and drinking too much. Yeah, I mean, if, that, if that's your lifeline, your, your whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want that. 
I wish I could just smoke weed, but it just doesn't do me. It doesn't do me good. Why not? I get spins. Huh? I get spins. Maybe you haven't tried the uh, the right stuff. I mean, there's Listen, I a lot of different stuff. strains out there. You know how many? Do you know how many potheads have tried to? tell me that I'm not smoking the right stuff and then I smoke the stuff that they give me and I'm like I can't do it no there's one time where it hasn't given me the spins but the but it made me quiet like I thought I was talking to people but I was just sitting in a corner by myself <laughs> yeah and I was like no 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 yeah it's just that drinking drinking's great you know what you need to do? Oh, you know what would be a great podcast? Is if you smoked a whole water bong full of salvia. Yeah, I've never done salvia. Alex and I, did we tell you about this? No, I don't think so. So Sean got salvia. You know, it's legal. So Sean got salvia. Yeah. Sean bought it, and he, he was like hitting a, hitting a pipe like that kind of, of salvia. And I've done that before in college. My buddy Emmett, you met Emmett. He's a party. Yeah, I met him. Uh, Emmett bought salvia once, and we all did it out of a pipe, just like that. All right. And it was uh, nothing really happened. Like you get a little glimpse of something. Like I got, like there were a bunch of Elmos, like an Elmo wallpaper on the wall. Right. We're all laughing, right? But it was like a split second. I was done, and there was nothing. And I was like, Salvia's bullshit. I don't know what people are talking about. So Sean gets it. He has kind of has the same experience <clears throat> hitting it from the little tiny pipe. And he's like, I don't really know what it does. Like, it's, I like kind of see some stuff, but it only lasts for like a second and then I'm done. And it's kind of weird. And uh, so he was like, maybe we're just not taking enough. And Alex was, uh, Alex was visiting at that point. And uh, we were all at the house. <laughs> Bill and Ellen were there. They are on the couch. And Sean was like, all right, let's, uh, you know, nothing's really happening for me with this, so let's make a water bong, water bottle bong and, uh, like, just take a lot and see what happens. <laughs> and so Sean, you know, because he's a fucking frat pothead, he, like, <laughs> gets a water bottle and pokes a hole in the top and makes a little thing. And uh, so Alex goes first, and I was like, if you do it, I'll, I'll do it. So you go first, and I'll go. He's like, all right, so... Alex takes the and aren't have you ever done the water bottle? So you just get a plastic water bottle and Sean fucking Jerry rigs it, I don't know what he does. But uh basically fill, fills the whole bottle with smoke. Like dense smoke, like a lot. And so he did that with Salvia. You open the cap, take it all in <laughs> and then Alex went and sat down on the couch and uh we were like talking to him, like tell us when you feel it. He just goes quiet. And just like staring straight ahead, and we're like, "Hey, what's up?" And he like stands up, and he's like looking around like he's scared. And we're like, "Is it is it happening? <laughs> what's going on?" And uh, we're like, "We're like, hey man, maybe you should sit down." And he's like panicked, like looking around, and he's like speaking gibberish. We can't even understand him. And uh, he's like walking around, backing away from us, like doesn't want to touch us and he's like sits back down stands back up and then he's like outside and he comes to and we're like feeding him strawberries because I guess something in strawberries helps Sean 
said. <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> he said that uh, he felt like he was in the Truman Show. And, like, all of his friends were actors. And no one, like, his whole life was a lie. And no one believed him. And, uh, and so I was like, fuck. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> but he did it, so I had to do it. So... Alex came too, and he was like, okay, I feel a little weird, but <laughs> now you got to do it. So I did it, and I I took it, and I was sitting there, and uh, I went and sat down on the couch next to Bill, and Bill was like, let me know when it hits. And I was like, I'll let you know, and I look forward, and it kaleidoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole living room kaleidoscopes, and I like tumble in like this into a, and, and I wind up side-lying on the ground is my view and I'm looking at the kitchen and I'm looking at the kitchen and it's all kind of like a weird shape but the thing with Salvia is everything seems fucking real like nothing think you you don't think that it's different from real life yeah so I was so I was going and I felt I I this felt hot and I was like oh it's fun and then it started like the kitchen like um you know the pre-rolled grass that you roll out onto your lawn. Okay. The strips. Yeah, know? the sod. Yeah, and so you like roll it out in strips on the lawn. Yeah. So the kitchen started rolling up like reverse sod, right? <laughs> and so the, and it was like a picture. So it started at the top and started rolling like in a diagonal towards me and like the whole picture of the kitchen and underneath was just white space. And so this whole picture of the kitchen kept rolling up like uh segmentally to the side like off i couldn't see off to the side and uh and i was like laughing having a good time and then it got here and it rolled up and then it got here where i was and i rolled up and i was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) and it was like it was like i felt like the whole world was a lie and I was just like some inanimate part of the world and I felt like I had a consciousness but I really didn't I was just like a part of some other thing nice. and and so I rolled up and then that I was like and again it feels real so it's like the worst haunted house you've ever been in you're like scared of shit you're like you're, you don't understand what's going on your whole world is a lie and you're like rolling up I rolled up and I rolled back into reality and I was like, came out of the high, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and uh, and then everyone said that like, I was rolling around on the floor and like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but insane. Alex and I talked about it after, like the next day, and we were like, everyone should do a water bottle of salvia. Yeah. To really sure. put their lives in perspective, because yes. <laughs> it's like, because it wasn't like. Um, it's not like what you hear about on psychedelics, where you're like, "Oh yeah, the world was opened up to me, and like I touched God." Yeah, no, I've done some mushrooms. Yeah. No, it was like, "You are nothing but a piece of shit. <laughs> Your life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> nothing matters." <laughs> it was, it was, very scary. But it was, it was scary in like a holy shit. You're nothing but your brain. You're nothing but your consciousness. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was. It's pretty good. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. 
I need, I need, uh, I need some of that. You gotta do it, and you realize why it's legal, because you can't do anything on it. You're like literally just right, like paralyzed. Out. Yeah, you can't walk around or anything. You're just right. like done in your own head. There are YouTube videos of people explaining why it's legal and taking a huge bong rip of salvia in their car. And then they take it, and then they're like, all right, I'm going to start the... (laughs) 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 The world is safe. Yep. Yeah. That's why it's legal. (laughs) But it is an experience. Sounds like it. I need that experience. You should do that. I should. I will. And I think it's, it's still legal. You can get it everywhere. I appreciate it. Yeah, just go to the smoke shop. And you can get it. Really? All right. I should go look for it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. That's the best comparison. Is think of a haunted house that you were you had a good time at. Like you were scared at some parts, like legitimately scared. Yeah. And that's what it is the whole time. I was just talking about haunted houses, uh not yesterday, but the day before when I was kayaking with uh Kara. We were talking about haunted houses and I was talking about the haunted houses in uh Saint Louis. Mm. Oh, those fucking haunted houses were fantastic, man. Yeah. Oh my god, they were so fucking good. <laughs> They really were. I mean, I had a good time. I mean, for some reason, Illinois was just all about it. I mean, if you remember, my yeah. my elementary school had a, had a haunted house they put on every year. Go see Brian. Go see. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. But those fucking those were the best haunted houses ever. That yeah. I've ever been into in St. Louis. And those old buildings out there. Mm-hmm. God damn, they were fucking good. I haven't been to a good haunted house in so long. Phoenix Phoenix sucks. We tried going to a like Lay. the most popular haunted house. Go see Brian. Go see him. Go see him. Go. Lay. Go. Come here. Hi. But um but you guys did that one in uh, Alaska. That was pretty fun. On bit ba- on the base. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I was fucking all star in that fucking. House. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do for a while is just have like a production company just for haunted houses. Yeah. soft I wish I would have given her a bath because I mean she's like twice as soft as that after I give her a bath twice as soft Leia what are you doing don't be rude Dude, you're smoking a lot of fucking weed right now. 
It's uh, it's good weed. <laughs> if it's good weed, you shouldn't need to smoke it that much. <laughs> Leia, what are you doing? Are you being a gracious host? Huh? What are you doing over there? It's two twenty. What do you want to do? I mean, if we're gonna have a full day tomorrow, we might, we should probably hit that. Hit the hay. Well, I'm gonna watch this fucking Joe Rogan special with or without you, so. What now? Well, you can watch it here, or I'm gonna go to my bedroom and watch it, but. No, you can watch it in your bedroom. Probably. Well, what's the, where's the controller for this? Um, it's up there somewhere. You can't miss it. Yeah. It's a little. It's like a controller? Yeah. Oh, it's on the bed somewhere. Okay, so I'm throwing this at the end of the... I guess I'm going to call it the hodgepodge episode. I don't know, the the everything but the kitchen sink episode. I don't know what, what I'm going to call it, but... Um, a, f- a really good friend of mine wanted me to talk about um, maybe a topic that is uh, not very interesting. I guess it's interesting. It's uh, I don't know. Is it interesting? No, it's not interesting at all. It's very depressing and it's very disturbing, but it's a topic nonetheless. Um, and I don't even know. I thought I pulled it up here on my... God damn it. I don't even know what's going on here. I thought I pulled it up, and now I've lost it. Hold on, just a second. Hold on. Somehow I pulled it up, and then I... um, moved on to something else. Okay. So, yeah, a good friend of mine. And, you know, I've had it happen in my own life. I've had it happen with uh, many of other, uh, many of other, God damn, I can't even talk tonight. Um, Many friends of mine have had um, this happen in their lives. It's happened in my life. It's happened, it happens all the time. It happens every day. Um, In 2016, there were 44,965 recorded suicides up from 42,773 in 2014, according to the CDC's National Center for Health Statistics, NHS. And who cares what the fucking um, abbreviation is, but NCHS, National Center for Health Statistics, on average, adjusted for age, the annual U.S. suicide rate increased 24% between 1999 and 2014, from 10.25 to 13 suicides per 100,000 people, the highest rate recorded in 28 years. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to lie about it. I've contemplated suicide many times, many, many times. And a a lot of you that, that know me know this. Um, 
I'm lucky to be here because I've thought about it. I've contemplated contemplated it. I have literally stuck a gun to my head. I've stuck a gun in my mouth. I've put it to my temple. I've cocked the, the hammer back. I have... I've taken enough pills to kill a person and it didn't kill me. I don't know why, but it didn't because I'm a tough guy, I guess. But I've been there. I've almost been a statistic. Um, and I'm the type of person, you know, I was married for 20 something years and my ex-wife's uh, uncle killed himself and I was livid. I was livid. I was like, how in the world could you do that? How could you not be strong enough to sustain life and to just to stay here and to to just get through whatever fucking problem you had going on? How can it be that tough to where you have to take your own goddamn life? It just it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense at the time. And I would. Oh, man. Anytime I would hear somebody, um, hear a story that somebody had taken their own life, I'm like, how can you be so weak? How, how can you be so weak to take your own life, to not be able to figure out life's goddamn problems, to figure out life's, uh, the conundrum of life, that you have to take your own life? I just never could understand it. I never could understand it. And that's the thing. That's the thing about life is we can't understand life until we experience life. So we can't understand that somebody could take their own life until we get into a situation where things are just fucked up. Till things have gone so out of control and so wrong that we realize that, man, maybe life would be better if I wasn't here. I never could constant. I never could wrap my brain around that. I always felt like I was stronger than that. Like there's no way that life is going to get so difficult that I would want to take my own life. That I would want to end my life, and that I would want to make sure that everybody else in my life did not have me around any longer. I just there was no way that that was going to happen. I was stronger than that. Well, guess what? I wasn't. Sometimes life happens and life gets so fucked up that you want to end it. And I don't know what we can do to remedy that. I don't know what we can do. Oh, man. I mean, every single year, when I was in the Air Force, we had suicide prevention training or whatever whatever it was called. We had some kind of course that we had to go through. We had to watch videos. We had to watch, uh, we had to look at um, videos. It was all video. And we had to, uh, we had to sign off saying that we watched this video, that we're not going to commit suicide because the suicide rate within the Air Force was uh, 22% or something, or 22 members per day, something like that. I'd have to look it up. So I don't want to butcher it, but... I think 22 
members a day commit suicide in the in the military. And we would have to watch classes on this. And I didn't understand it. I'm like, how could somebody be so weak? I thought it was a weakness. It didn't happen to me. And then I retired. And then I got divorced. And my life went uh, in, in, in turmoil. And uh, the tornado came through my life and destroyed everything that I had believed in. Everything that I had lived for. Everything that I had known was taken away from me. And not taken away... I, I asked for the divorce. I did it. I created the situation. And I almost wasn't strong enough. I mean, luckily, my body was strong enough to wear... Uh, the the stress that I put it through did not kill me or, or, or else I'd be a statistic just like all these other people. Life sucks sometimes, man. It really does. And I tried a couple times. <laughs> I tried a couple times. Maybe, I guess... I don't say maybe I did not try hard enough because I'm still here and man, I wasn't planning on getting into this topic at all, but I got kind of pulled into it and I'm glad I did because I think people need to hear that no matter how bad things get, they're going to get better. I promise you. No matter how... No matter how bad things get, they're going to get better. Yeah. I tried a few times. I, I, I have a, a, a gun that I keep next to my bed just for intruders or whatever. I don't know. It's probably not necessary. I probably don't need it. I mean, who's coming to get me? Really? I'm not a threat to anybody. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a drug dealer out there um, causing problems. Nobody's coming to get me. Nobody's coming to attack me in the middle of the night. I don't need a gun by the side of my bed. But I do. I have it there. And I'm telling you, I picked up that firearm. It's a 357 Magnum. I picked up that firearm many a times, sitting in the bed, and thought about how awful my life was and how, uh, just how awful my life was. That you know, I, I don't know, that I wasn't married anymore. That you know, I ruined everybody's life, or that. Uh, you know, I wasn't making the money that I needed to make, or I couldn't pay my bills, or whatever the case may be, or I lost my girlfriend, um, and said, you know what, life would just be better if I wasn't here, which, you know, that's not life, I mean, 
things would not be things would be better if I wasn't here, you know. Um, and I've 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 picked up that firearm. I've taken it out of its uh, holster, its case, its whatever. I've I've pulled the, the the hammer back. I've put it up to my temple. I've put it in my mouth. I've I've put it to my chest. I've done. I've I've put that that firearm any conceivable place you could put it to try and end a life. And you know what? Lucky for me, lucky for everybody else. That's in my life. I've decided not to pull that trigger. But some people do. Some people pull that trigger. They pull that trigger because they just can't, they can't fathom moving on. They can't fathom moving forward. They can't fathom um, they, they just can't fathom life. They think that it's just too harsh, that it's just too hard, that it's, uh, it's not worth living. And they take their life. And it's sad. It's tragic. Uh, and this friend of mine lost a, a, a student that they used to teach, um, an 18-year-old student. And I mean, at 18 years old, you don't even know what you, you don't even know what you're doing. Your frontal cortex is not even fully formed until 25. You really have no clue what is going on. You don't think straight. And uh, you think life's just not going to get any better. You think, you know, I don't know what the circumstances were, but I'm sure it has something to do with uh, bullying or has something to do with uh, just people um, not being nice, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But all I know is the suicide rate is just outrageous. I'm looking, I'm trying to look at some, some statistics here. There's just too much. I can't, I can't even go into it. I'm I'm looking at this page. The annual age adjusted suicide rate is 13.26 per 100,000 individuals. Men die by suicide 3.5 times more than women. Women attempt suicide two times more than more often than men. On average, there are 121 suicides per day. White males accounted for seven of ten suicides in 2015. A firearm is used in most, almost 50% of all suicides. The rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men in particular. So I don't know. I just want to bring that up. So, yeah. So what you've heard so far is you've heard um, a little bit of an episode I started last night and I didn't complete. You've heard an episode of um, where I incognito recorded uh, our conversation, Brian and I's conversation uh, the other night last week. And now you've heard a little bit of... 
again, a good friend of mine really wanted me to talk a little bit about suicides. Just don't do it, man. Live life. Stick around. I promise you things are going to get better. Um, you know, I, I, I almost ended it at least a couple times, probably more than that. And I'm glad that I stuck around. And I hope that everybody out there listening is glad that I stuck around as well. But I'm telling you, it's a real thing. And I don't care how strong you think you fucking are. It can hit you. And I guarantee you, at some point, your life is going to hit you. I don't care how good you think you are. I don't care how well you think your life is. I don't care how uh, awesome you think you're doing at life. Life will fucking knock you down. Don't do it. Stick around. The journey is well worth it. Things are only going to get better. No matter how low you go. The only way is up. Really. The only way is up. So stay with us. Enjoy life. Enjoy people. Enjoy whatever, man. I don't even know anymore. I don't know what else to say. Just just stick around. Things are going to get better. I'll talk to you soon.